there, this is Chef Anya Lee with Anya Lee Catering and today I have Allie, the Avo Queen, here to chat with me about what it's like to build a social media following <clears throat> and why we're both doing it and how she's gotten to 12,000 followers in only eight months. So Allie, welcome. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> and um, so curious, just to start it off, how did you do it? How did you get 12,000 followers in only eight months? So I realized I had a lot of food photos on my phone already. Um, and so my boyfriend actually was the one who recommended, you know, why don't you just start sharing them on Instagram? Um, and so I studied nutrition in college. Um, I just went to UC Berkeley and graduated with a degree in nutrition there. Um, and I've always had an ongoing passion for nutrition. So I kind of turned to Instagram as my creative outlet. Um, and then it just transformed from there. Um, there's an awesome girl gang community uh, of similar minded people on there. So lots of people in SF, New York, um, everyone is really supportive and it's been a lot of fun so far. Okay. And so then as you, as you gained more followers, how did that, how did that feel? Yeah. Um, so at the beginning it was, you know, all just really fun and kind of lightweight and um, I didn't have any pressure of anyone following me um, or kind of judging what I was doing and so as I gained more and more people I started to feel a little bit of pressure you know people were listening to what I had to say um, but I never changed really what I was posting so um, you know I guess at some point you could call me an influencer um, okay wait wait, wait, wait. what's what is an influencer? That's a funny word. That's something that I feel like is a buzzword right now. Yeah. So, I mean, in the big picture, it's someone who has built a platform that people like to use for inspiration. So, um, you know, some people will say after 5,000 or 10,000 followers, um, then you become an influencer. But really, you know, the number only matters if you're looking to monetize what you're doing. So for me, um, I considered myself an influencer when I started receiving messages from people saying, wow, you know, you really inspired me with this past post or this recipe. Um, and that happened, you know, pretty early on. So I don't think you have to have thousands of followers to feel like an influencer. Hmm. And so does in being an influencer mean you're on your phone all the time? Are you? <laughs> um, so, I mean, definitely in the beginning, um, I, I was kind of anxious and excited um, at the same time to, uh, to be on my phone um, just because I wanted to check my likes and, um, and see what people were responding to what I was posting. But um, after a while, you get used to kind of the cadence and it becomes a little bit more predictable. Um, how people respond. So I'm not as anxious to be checking it all the time. Um, and I think it's really important, you know, like anything to, to find a balance. So when I'm with my boyfriend, I haven't seen him for a while or a friend is visiting me from out of town. Um, I really make sure to unplug and, and spend quality time with them because at the end of the day, you know, social media is really fun, but it's not, it's not the most important thing. Be in the present moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Being together. <laughs> yeah. Like we are now. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, I'm, I am curious, how many brands reach out to you on a weekly basis? So it really depends. Um, but I would say, if I were to guesstimate, um, probably about 10 to 20. Um, and it, it's closer to 20. So um, it depends. You know, I, I work with brands um, 
pretty consistently, but also at the same time, I try not to always be posting sponsored content just because um, I think people get kind of overwhelmed with that and, and they're seeing that all the time. So I like to shake it up. I love it. And how do you pick the June or how did actually, how do you think the brands choose you? Yeah, so I think brands uh, really want to see a certain number of followers. They're they're pretty quantitative just because their money is banking on uh, your performance. So um, I've heard that they are more interested in influencers who are actually on the smaller side. So that would be like ten to twenty thousand followers, um, and that's just because these influencers connect more um, closely with their followers and, and their followers actually trust them a little bit more um, versus the large influencers who may have uh, ties to other brands. Hey, our first half of the podcast just ended, so we're on to the second half. So anyway, uh, Allie, how do influencers choose what products they support and how do you choose? So I'm super picky. Um, I At the beginning, it was... It was pretty tough because you're really excited. You know, all these brands are reaching out to you. You're getting free product, and so it's really tempting to just promote any any product that comes your way. But um, at this point, you know, I've kind of seen what's out there, and the shininess has worn off. So um, I'm really, really picky. If it's something that I actually use and stand behind, um, then I'll post about it. But you know, I do have a, a, a nine to five full time job, so it's really not as much for the money. Um, for me, and so I really try to stay genuine and um, promote something that I believe in. I love it. And and do you think because of that genuinity, just anyone can be an influencer, or how do you think people do it in different ways? Yeah. So I mean, if you look around, you know, it seems like everyone and their mom has a food Instagram. Um, <laughs> and so when I was just getting started, it felt like the space was really saturated, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it takes a lot of passion um, and it's tough. Like I don't have um, a ton of creativity every single day and I'm not inspired every single day. And so I think it really does uh, take some drive and you have to be consistent and post, you know, every single day. Um, And then also you really have to put yourself out there. Um, You know, you can't be concerned with what people think. And so it, it was tough at first. Like I'm, I'm pretty outgoing, but, um, I'm also a very private person. And so at the beginning it was tough to put my whole life on social media, but, um, you know, the more you do it, I think people really appreciate that. And it shows how, you know, you're being real and you're showing both sides of your life, which I think everyone is looking for. Hmm. In a way it's kind of ironic. <laughs> mm-hmm. So do you, don't you feel like you care about what people think do you you know are you always checking your likes all the time yeah so now I have 12,000 people watching what I do um and so I definitely feel a little bit of pressure to uh impress them you know it's it's kind of like being a big sister in a way um just putting out content that people are going to be interested in every single day but um at the same time my likes and comments are a way for me to check the pulse on a certain topic. Um, so for example, I've recently started talking a lot more about body image um, and people have really responded well to that. And I think a lot of people are more interested in that topic than just, you know, here's a healthy recipe on the go. Um, and so if people are responding more to that to that than something else, um, then I'm gonna put more time and effort into that topic. Okay, 
And so overall, do you feel like influencing is a job or is it a journey? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I think it's both. I mean, I think definitely it's a journey uh, in the long run and it's totally my passion. Um, I love food so much and I love talking about it and the community around it. But um, I mean, there are definitely days where it feels like a job. Um, you know, when you wake up and you're just tired and <laughs> you don't really want to post or you don't have any content to to shoot, but you got to make it happen. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, trying to paint a realistic portrait, um, that's why I post about donuts, um, <laughs> or some, you know, some treats and stuff, but, um, big picture, just showing both sides of my life and I'm not just drinking green juice and meditating all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and so who are, your favorite brands and why? Who do you follow? Yeah, so I mean, um, I follow a bunch of people. I love a lot of influencers in the SF community. Um, Balanced by Molly um, was my uh, one of my first um, people that I followed, so I have to give her a shout out. But um, someone who shows both sides of their life, you know, someone who's real, who shows the full picture, um, who's not just showing the highlight reel, which I think is hard. You know, you go on Instagram and you'll see people doing yoga all day and making healthy snacks. And that can be really inspiring, but also it can be super, super hard because, you know, we're human. And if you have a donut, then you look at your favorite influencer and you don't see them eating donuts. So it kind of makes you feel bad about yourself. So, um, yeah, I try to just, you know, follow people who are genuine and real and down to earth. Okay. And moving on to the next, and on to part three here with Allie. So Allie, what inspires your photos? Um, so actually I don't scroll through my Instagram that much. Um, and that's just because, you know, I'll do it occasionally to kind of look at what other people are doing for inspiration, but I find it makes me want to copy people more. <laughs> um, and so I really try to do my own thing. Um, you know, just throw stuff together, whatever's in my kitchen. Um, I know that's a really annoying answer, but <laughs> it kind of is just spur the moment. Um, but I guess, you know, my biggest advice would just be there's a lot of accounts out there. And so for like for long term goals, really try to find your own voice. Um, and, you know, I know it's easy to post like a, a drippy uh, food porn type photo and that would rack up a lot of likes. But if you're if your natural um, voice is more minimalist, then that's not going to be something you can maintain long term. So. Um, you know, it doesn't come overnight. And so I'm actually really still trying to figure out what my voice is and what my values are. Um, but at the end of the day, um, just figuring that out for yourself and not looking to other accounts, um, to just copy them. So wait, going back a second, you said that you just dig up stuff in your fridge and put something together, but you have these beautiful photos. <laughs> how, how do you do that? What's your process of a photo shoot? Yeah. So it's, that's true. I mean, it's definitely time consuming. Um, I guess it doesn't, I don't whip it up in like five minutes, but, um, <laughs> so first, you know, I definitely grocery shop. Um, and I think brands don't really think about how much money goes into a shot. So all of the groceries that I buy are out of my own pocket. Um, it's pretty expensive, especially since I have a, a high standard. <laughs> um, so I usually shop at Whole Foods or somewhere that's a little bit, uh, more expensive, 
But um, then you make the product. So a lot of my stuff is like smoothie or chia pudding based. So it's not a lot of cooking, but more blending, freezing, um, and making it look pretty, which is often the hardest part. Um, and then lastly is shooting. So the lighting has to be just right. I love a good natural light. Um, so I have a spot in my house right by a big window um, and then a blank wall. Um, I also have a light box, um, which I use when I have to, but you know, it's, it's better than ugly kitchen lighting, but I really recommend natural lighting. I think it's definitely the best. Um, and then I take all my photos on my phone and I just edit them using the app, uh, Visco it's V S C O. Um, and I don't know. I like that app. I think it makes my photos look cooler than I am. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's different filters, um, and there's a trick where you can actually copy, um, which filter you use and the different edits and you can paste that on every shot. So that saves some time. Um, and then captions, I just kind of come up with those separately. Um, you know, sometimes I'll get some inspiration when I'm on a plane or walking to work or something and I'll jot my caption down in my notes pad and then on my phone um, and then just pair that with a photo that I have. Okay. And then when you post, who do you tag? Yeah. Um, so my goal when I, when I tag people is, um, you know, if I'm working with a brand, obviously I'll tag them, but if it's just my own, uh, content, then I will just go ahead and tag some big publications, you know, Bon Appetit, Epicurious, Buzzfeed. Um, and the goal with that is for them to repost your content. So these, these brands have, you know, huge numbers of followers, hundreds of thousands. And so if you get a repost by Whole Foods or the Chalkboard Magazine, you know, um, you're going to have tons of eyes seeing your content and hopefully going back to your page and following you. Okay. And how about hashtags? <clears throat> yeah. So hashtags, um, they used to be not as important, but now you can actually, um, you can actually follow hashtags. So Instagram introduced a new feature where similar to following a person, you can follow, you know, hashtag whole foods. And then every time someone hashtags, um, that word, it'll come up in your feed. So I think it's actually getting to be a little bit more important. Um, my biggest tip would be to diversify them. So, you know, having five that you do very specifically, um, so strawberry smoothie and then something a little bit more broad, um, smoothie, and then even more broad, you know, um, vegan or strawberry or whole foods or something. <laughs> um, so that way you can kind of cover all of your bases there. Hmm. So <clears throat> overall, actually, we're going to happen to the next podcast for <laughs> overall, what's her wrap up? So, Allie, after all of this, what we want to know, what is the key to getting to 12,000 followers in only eight months? All right. Fantastic question. Um, so I, if I were to pick one thing, I would say quality content. Um, you know, I know a lot of people spend time following a bunch of accounts and then unfollowing them, trying to get a quick spike in followers. Um, or, you know, they spend three hours a day commenting on other people's photos. Um, and that's great. And I think, you know, that is something that can work well in the short term. Um, but I choose to focus my time on creating content. So, I really put a lot of time into um, that and then also consistency. 
So I post every day. Um, I was actually traveling in New Zealand over Thanksgiving and noticed that I didn't post for a few days because I was, you know, living my life. Um, and then I noticed when I started posting again, um, my reach was way smaller. And so my opinion is that Instagram may penalize you for not posting every day. Um, it's not something that I know for sure, but just in my experience, it seems that way. So um, I recommend just making a consistent schedule. I post the same time every day. Um, the algorithm isn't chronological anymore, so it's really important to post at a time when you're going to get a lot of likes and comments right off the bat. Um, so that will kind of kickstart your, your post to be... Um, it will give it more chance to be put on the explore page or something like that. Love it. That's very helpful. And uh, finally, the world is moving towards a trust your friends approach with marketing, with all of this social media influencing stuff going on. So how do you think we can make sure that everyone stays genuine? Mm -hmm. um, so I think it just comes down to being honest with yourself. You know, um, sometimes I'm definitely guilty of it. I'm in the throes of the whole food marketing and Instagram space. And even I get sucked in. Um, but you, when you follow someone, you need to take a second, you know, look up from your phone, um, be honest with yourself and real and decide, is that realistic? Um, you know, if you see your favorite influencer, uh, eating paleo cookies every day and topped with, you know, coconut yogurt and nut butter, and there's tons of sugar and fat, and and it makes you feel crappy. Then you know they're probably promoting it because they're getting paid. Um, and if they feel great eating that way, then that's awesome. But maybe they're an enigma, and maybe it's not the best thing for your body. So you know, don't just eat in a way um, that someone that you follow is eating. You know, figure out what works for you. Um, and I think Instagram gives a lot of good ideas and and I think you can find some great recipes on there but at the end of the day you know don't pour your life into it um spend time with your family um call your mom yeah get back <laughs> yeah <laughs> and be in the moment be in the moment yeah but use it as a source of inspiration yes I love it that's wonderful well thank you for sharing all of that thank helpful advice and information <laughs> and uh we will chat about what we're going to talk about next thanks awesome. Sally <laughs>